This is the Digital Gumbo Podcast after party number 17. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment that you have been waiting for. Now, me and Drees have had a little thing called Boys Night Out. In fact, a couple of three episodes that we hadn't had Boys Night Out. But we all about fairness, equality, and love on the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Without further ado, this is the T. Petty Takeover. In fact, I'm just going to step aside. Here's your host, T. Petty. Yes, yes. This is a a lot of pressure. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. I got to hit it. After the party, it's the after party. Damn, now it's official. My man, there it is, there it is. T. Petty, the floor is yours. All right, y'all. So y'all know we have our 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 group chats our group text that's really we be on some foolishness uh eight days out of seven yes talk multiple times a day every day i don't know that we really skip a day y'all Mm-mm. we really don't no we so, be on it heavy yeah so um i've been super busy so i've not been as connected to my boys as i've wanted to be but we keep up our group chat and there have been several monumental stories in the past week, week and a half that have broken. So we wanted to talk about it. Like this is going to be some more serious shit, a whole lot of cussing and stuff, but I feel like it's important because the effects on our community um, come out of like, it's really woven in throughout all of these. So first and foremost, let us talk about this fuck ass law that has gone into effect in Texas. Well, shit, which one? <laughs> uh, right. So <laughs> there's the voter suppression laws. Mm. We talk about that all all the time. So they just signed some. Uh, that punk ass governor just signed some more uh, voter restriction laws. So no more drive through voting, no more 24 hour voting, restricting uh, the hours of voting, all voter suppression. We have talked about that from like the political side quite a few times. Shit's continuing. Democrats, get your head out your asses. Our voting rights are under attack. I don't know what the fuck y'all waiting for. Okay. Mm. But what I want, the fuck ass law that I'm talking about today is that law that they just passed uh, essentially outlawing abortion in Texas. So uh, after six weeks now in Texas, you cannot get an abortion. Mm. Um, if you attempt to, you can be sued. The medical professionals that help you could be sued. Even the motherfucking Lyft or Uber driver that takes you to an appointment can be sued for $10,000 by anybody. It's like a a bounty on women and their uteruses in Texas. So they had this fuck ass website up where you could basically snitch out somebody that you suspected of getting an abortion, right? Um, Happy to say that that site has been... uh, 
is no longer hosted by GoDaddy because people flooded it with bullshit reports, which I appreciate. And if they move to another site, we'll do the same thing again. Mm. This is nothing but a pure assault and part of the continuing assault on women's rights and autonomy in this fuck ass country. Uh, but I would like to hear as the gentleman on the podcast, what, what have y'all heard about it? What do you think? What are your thoughts? Uh, T. Petty, I'm, I'm going to make my shit real brief because this is really um, something that, I mean, it, it's in the back part of my mind. It's at the forefront of my mind. And, and it's a real simple thing right here. One, I'm a man and have a penis. So I really shouldn't even really be part of this debate. Now, there um, you go. Now, there is no other law that says that that is restrictive to any type of surgery for any part of a man's body. You need brain surgery, man or woman, no problem. You need oral surgery for your teeth, man or woman, no problem. Stomach anywhere, you know, on your body. But, you know, with the myriad of circumstances that take place as far as a woman needing an abortion is concerned, even to save the mother's life, these draconian ass fuck ass laws, fuck Texas. That's that's first and foremost. Two, to hell with these so-called evangelical Christians and um, these conservative sons of bitches, right? Because here's the deal. They pro-life, right? When it's like uh, allegedly about the the mother having the baby. But as soon as that baby is born into a poor situation and the mama's a welfare queen, this, that, and the third, they won't get, they take away the school lunches for the babies to get nutrition at, at home, educational opportunities, benefits, so on and so forth. And God forbid the baby need Medicare or, you know, social services to get by to hell with them on that. So, you know, they need to get their shit together. Um, you know, uh, again, it's it's a law that men uh, at all levels, especially uh, in Congress, shouldn't even be debating. And it needs to be a, a, a woman and a lady's takeover as far as this uh, law is concerned. Now, I want you to kick it too about what they did in Mexico, T. Petty, because I thought that that was uh, very important as well. But I'm going to yield my time to, to you and Dries and y'all take things from there. All right, Dries. And we are going to touch on that. Uh, so what are your thoughts? See, Petty, I was, okay, I was in a meeting today. And I was talking to this white dude. And even a white dude said. first mistake. <laughs> it usually is, T. Petty, but <laughs> this one, it's like, it surprised me. Because, it like, we started talking about, like, y'all, it's like, y'all saw what happened in Texas? I was like, oh, where this about to go? <laughs> like, right. go either way, go, go either way. But then it's, and he, he started talking and he was saying like, all right, you know how like you have, you know, Texas who's all about like America and like, you know, freedom and like democracy. And they'll be the ones that like be talking smack about the Taliban and all <laughs> the um, repressive stuff they doing in, in Afghanistan. But like, look at Texas and what they doing with, they, with the laws that they passing. Like they worse than the Taliban. And I thought about that. I was like, you know what? You are right. You're right for, you know, people who claim they love kind of freedom and democracy, but to pass the, you know, this ban on abortion and women's right to choose. And then you're going to couple that with voting rights, too. It's just um, it's just beyond the pale. And I think it's um, it's it's an anger. Like, I feel like anger about it. Right. It's um, it's just. 
and 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 a sense of urgency, right? Because like if they do this, then all the other states are going to start following suit. They've so already like, started. They've already started. So it's like the alarm bells are ringing, and I know other people feel feel the same way I do. But it just seems like people ain't like jumping up and down. Oh, Lord. oh well, we might have lost uh, Dries's uh, audio. The other thing I was gonna say to you, Patty, before Dries comes back, is that it takes two to tango, man and a woman, and there's no, you know, laws that go after, you know, these guys. That what, whatever the situation is, it takes two to tango. It shouldn't just be on the woman. And, you know, we got to get these uh, guys involved in this. The other thing um, that I wanted to say is that um, these uh, conservative uh, Southern Christians and these other folks that call um, women who uh, have these babies welfare queens is that the biggest corporations in the world and you got their goods, products and services in your house. They're the real welfare kings. They're the real welfare queens, Uh, you know, bringing in millions and billions of dollars are not paying a single drop of income tax on it. Corporate welfare is the worst welfare. I just wanted to chime in and say that. So your girl has some thoughts, several of them. So let's just start at the top. Um, the so-called pro-life movement, they don't give a fuck about it actual people when they get here witness all of their uh policies around arona they're actively trying to kill people what this is about is controlling women and if like most things it will have the most negative effects on uh people of color people low income who don't have the means to travel to another state to get an abortion because best believe all those republicans and their mistresses will continue to have abortions. They will either go to their private doctor's offices and it will be called an unscheduled DNC. They'll be able to go across state lines to get an abortion. All of that's going to continue. You're making me upset again because you were so right with that. It's true. It has literally... It doesn't have anything to do with the sanctity of life because they don't give a fuck about anybody or anything except themselves and the accumulation of power. So let's be clear about that. So there's that piece. Then there is uh, the failure of the Supreme Court because there was a brief that was filed trying to block this law from going into effect. Let the motherfucking record show Donald Trump put three Supreme Court justices on the Supreme Court. Three. This has been the culmination of all that fucking federalist, federalist, federalist society and these judicial, these conservative judicial movements of which there is not a liberal equivalent. They've been playing the long game. And now... In 2016, as well as 2020, when Black people were screaming about the Supreme Court, about Roe v. Wade being in danger, that fuck-ass Susan Collins was like, Roe v. Wade is safe. I will never forget that bitch said that. Yes, I called her a bitch. I said what I meant, and I meant what I said. And And now here we are. Here we are. The Supreme Court is basically single signaled by not blocking this clearly unconstitutional law. Uh, 
that is open season. And so here we are. And let us be clear, it's not just men. More white women voted for Donald Trump in 2020 than they did in 2016. White women are the handmaidens of white supremacy. Make no motherfucking mistake about it. And until they get off their asses and do something that is substantive, that will have a real effect, besides wearing a pink pussy hat and marching and waving a couple of signs, I am not interested in your performative feminism. Let's be clear, white women. Unless you are out here doing some real fucking work, you can shut the fuck up. You're in the same boat as all the rest of these people. So fuck y'all for real. Because of them, because of them, and not only their votes, but also their support of white supremacy by continuing to uh, marry and lay up with these racist ass white men. They face no negative repercussions for being a racist because their women are racist too. So all of this is a result of what? White supremacy. Mark it down. That's what I said. That's what I meant. And- And T-Pen, we we keep telling them over and over again. They don't care. They don't care. Because again, what they're thinking is that by doing the things that they're doing, they're going to make our lives much worse. Like they are voting against their own, their own interests in support of white supremacy. And all these other states are following suit. Oklahoma um, introduced a bill this week with the same kind of bullshit. Like abortion rights have been under attack since Roe v. Wade passed. And all that's going to happen is abortions are not going to stop, but safe abortions will be much harder to come by. So all this pro-life bullshit that they're talking about, they're going to be leading to women who are desperate for a myriad of reasons, trying to, um, to, to obtain abortions the best way that they know how. So that whole back alley coat coat hanger abortion thing, that wasn't a myth. Those weren't just fairy tales. That shit was happening. And it's going to start happening again in greater numbers. So uh, fuck all of Texas and any other state that's following suit. And um, this shit is fucked up. It really, really is. And it's a shame that we may need to go or fly our daughters to a country like Mexico, which just this week uh, said that abortion bans are unconstitutional. And that is the second most Catholic country in the world. Hey, so they got some goddamn sense. I know some sisters who just flew to Mexico to have a baby. I was like, y'all gonna have a baby in Mexico? It's like, yes. They have great medical care there in, in Mexico. I was like, what? It's like, yes. Well, and yeah, I was ma- like, and now you're looking at this. You, you're not, you're not wrong, T-Petty. Maternal health outcomes in this country are fucking terrible, especially if you are a woman of color because the medical establishment here is what? Racist. They don't believe black women when we talk about our pain, when we talk about our symptoms, um, our our neonatal health here for particularly for women of color is heinous 
United States is trash and by almost every measure. We just happen to be born here, so we make the fucking best of it. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the T Petty Takeover Digital Gumbo Podcast after party number 17. Uh, the T Petty Takeover. Uh, yes. sis, I'm gonna give you a chance to take a, a sip of water. I know you spitting hot fire uh, right there as far as so. <laughs> not as hot as Drees over there with no AC, but I'm, <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> bro, keep uh, keep that um, makeshift uh, air conditioner going, bro. We got a couple more topics that we need to get into. T Petty, what's next on the on the docket? All right, y'all. So. The California recall election. Y'all heard about this? Lord. All right, give, fill me in, T. Gavin I, Newsom, I, I, right? I, yes. I've been following a little bit, but fill me in. So Gavin Newsom is the governor of California. And a uh, petition circulated earlier this year, late last year, I don't remember, to recall him, to have a recall election. Um, so that's underway now. Californians have already started voting. The number one front runner um, at that on the Republican side is Larry Elder. Y'all know who that clown is. So he, for those who may not be aware, he is the, the genius who came up with ideas such as when slavery ended, uh, white people lost their property and so why shouldn't they get reparations? I.e. Uh, a, a house nigga? Uh, he's lower than a house nigga. Wow. He's like, hmm, Stephen and Django? Mm. That might be right. Mm. He's also saying that if he wins this election, um, that all the, the coronavirus, COVID safety stuff that Newsom has passed, he will eliminate so mask mandates, uh, social distancing stuff, limiting capacity. Like basically, California would then be like Texas and Florida, and trying to kill its citizens if this fool wins. So there have been some some positive signs the last couple of days. Um, they were in person voting just started, uh, I believe, yesterday, and the trend is looking upward. So more Democrats are voting in person, less Democrat or less Republicans are voting in person. And usually it's the other way around, right? So positive signs are there, but the fact that this recall had, like is actually happening is an alarming uh, statistic. Cause you know, you think about California being the most liberal uh, state in the country, but clearly yeah. not, things yeah. are changing. Yeah, and it's hard now too because it's like, okay, you know, Newsom, you you was the leader of the state, right? Basically, for the most part. And then when, when the pandemic hit, you know, everybody catching L's, right? Because it, it's just it's just hard out there. So even it's the other thing about the recall is super weird, right? It is like they it's like two parts. One, I think you vote like, do you want him gone? Yes or no? And if you get like I guess 50% or more or whatever the num- the magic number is, he's gone. And then the second part is like, well, who do you want to replace him? And I guess the whoever get the most votes do, right? So it's a lot of stuff going on with that. And even though like Demo- Democrats are like turning out, like it still may be, it still may not look good. Yeah. 
it is it's actually scary when you think yeah. about it. What do you think, Nook? I mean, yeah. not only the most liberal, but the most populous, right? 40 million people in California, one out of every eight people in America live in California. That's sound crazy. I mean, you know, those people is out there dealing with wildfires and God knows what else, uh, as far as everything is concerned, in the middle of the Rona, a drought in the whole nine yards. I mean, with a presidential election or a gubernatorial election, a traditional one, people will come out in mass to vote. But, you know, um, you might be tending to some other stuff, trying not to get evicted, trying to save your house, trying to get your kids back in school, trying to, you know, get... Uh, get uh, vaccinated if you're not already. It's a lot of things that people have on their mind this time of year. And Dries is right. These numbers might not go right. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. Uh, I think, you know, in any way, shape or form, Larry Elder will be out the paint. But, you know, well, that's uh, old. As, as we've seen, you know, like uh, in New York State, right? Cuomo is out. And then like 10 days later, or even while it was happening, the new governor, Kathy Hochul, dealing with a whole hurricane up in New York City. And we'll talk about uh, that in a little bit. The remnants of Ida turned uh, basement apartments in Queens uh, into floods. A lot of people died in the whole nine yards. They need to concentrate on real stuff. Earthquake preparedness, uh, 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 you know, wildfire preparedness, you know, all the normal things that can impact things in California. And here it is, this uh, nonsense uh, election. So, you know, we hope that this is uh, swift. I don't even know, like, uh, what the dates are for uh, a recall, right? Like, uh, traditionally speaking, on a given Tuesday, you go, you vote at the end of the night or within 30 days of that, the count is tabulated and the winner is declared. Now people can, with this recall, they get to this number. It's ripe for fraud. God knows what else could happen. And um, people need to get on with their lives and, and know what's happening as far as, uh, you know, their state is concerned. So we'll see how this turns out. You know, strange things do happen in elections, but uh, hopefully uh, Newsom will be able to get out of this, get back to leading, and uh, California will be all right. Because uh, as California goes, if there's some type of successful recall, you best believe there'll be some other interests and other parties that'll be trying to do the same damn thing. Yep, you're right. You are right. Um, and one thing that we all need to be keeping track of, this is not related specifically to the California election, but just elections in general. These fucking nut jobs that were convinced that are convinced that the 2020 election was stolen are going after um, board of electors and, um, and going after seats. the Yes, they're looking at these local seats. So Republicans have always been better at this than Democrats with building that ground game, which is why so many state legislatures are uh, Republican because they have this ground game and Democrats just focus on the wrong shit. I don't know what the fuck. And, the and they draw in districts like like crazy. They just make it correct like because <laughs> they take over the local governments. Then they gerrymander the fuck out of them. So then they can't get voted out. See, it's all bullshit. So Democrats, I don't know. They don't have the ability to play the long game. I don't understand it. But these fucking nut jobs are going after these board of elector seats, like basically the machinery of who is certifying and controlling these elections. And it's happening under the radar. So everybody needs to be keeping track of that shit and making sure these nut jobs are not 
um, are not appointed or taking over the the machinery of elections. Because if they do, we are desperately fucked. <laughs> the one thing I'll say, T. Petty, is you know how it goes every fall with the uh, election campaign ads, right? Right after Labor Day, boom, bam, bip. I'm so and so. I'm running for this. I'm so and so. I'm running for that. They are spending millions. And in some cases, if you put it all together across the country, billions of dollars. Why? Because they don't want people of color to vote. That that's shit it. is that shit is that they that's like they spend money to keep you away from the polls and or confuse you. So just like with the presidential election, you got to get in there, learn the facts. Your um, local voting board will help you. You can Google a candidate, the whole nine yards, just, you know, Vote your conscience, but just don't be like, nah, I'm not going to vote for this one. This ain't for the president or nothing like that. No, these is, they don't want you to vote. That's why they're spending a lot of money so that you don't vote. That shit is precious to them. When people stay home, they win. Make them lose. Vote. I don't care who you vote for, but vote. Be part of the process and um, follow, you know, uh, what our brothers and sisters in, in Georgia have done and come out. And you think one vote don't make a difference? No, it does. Because if you vote, it's just like the census. You could probably think about 20 people that didn't get counted. Then you think about 20 people that don't vote. 20 here, 20 there, 20 there. You add it up to 1,000. It could be a razor-thin margin. Get registered if you ain't already. Find out the facts. Get your candidate and just vote. Just vote. Just vote. Just vote. Because they spend a right. lot of money to keep your ass at home, change laws and whatnot so that you don't vote. Fuck their day up. Vote. And I, I want to say to like to the local parties especially Democratic uh, parties, y'all need to be running some candidates. And I'm talking about candidates of color. Yes. And, yes. Uh, and, and my plea is for, like, people to step up to these, like, you know, local election seats. Like, it's your community. You know it better than anybody. Um, it's, you know, you got as much right to be leading that community as anybody else does. So I think that's the other thing that we got to do. People are going to have to just step up and be willing to kind of, you know, serve the public, you know, to move into elected office. That's right, 100%. So uh, stay civically involved, even in non-election years, because it's always something going on on the local level. And that what happens at the local level has more of an impact on your day-to-day -day life than president or yep, Congress. It's real. all important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Best school boards. Hello. Yes. Yes. Come on, y'all. Critical race theory. They they damn near forcing teachers to resign that even get accused of teaching quote unquote critical uh, critical race Which theory. Which doesn't even happen until you get to fucking college. These people don't know what critical race theory is. They're no. just like, ooh, race, ooh, racism. Hot button. They do exactly they hear a word and they think they know, you know what? A little bit of knowledge is more dangerous than a lot of bit of knowledge. Cause that's, that's the worst. That's the worst. It's like, it's fine to know a little bit of something about a lot of things, but when you know a little bit about one thing, that's the most dangerous thing in the world. That is dangerous. These people is crazy as hell. Crazy. Hmm. You are listening to the T Petty Takeover Digital Gumbo Podcast After Party. I forgot to give our disclaimer, T Petty. Pew, 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 pew. The digital What's your Gumbo, disclaimer? The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some mm. may find offensive. 
Listener discretion is advised. T. Petty, what's next on the on the rundown today? All right. So, what has been at the forefront of for all of our lives the past eighteen months? Rona. We are now in a worse situation after the vaccines have rolled out than we were before. Rising pediatric cases. Um, I think down in Florida. 10 educators have died in like the past week or so because they had the Rona because people will not get vaccinated. Okay, you don't want to get a vaccine. I understand you're vaccine hesitant. God knows in the black community, we have reasons to be skeptical of of the medical establishment. Okay, well, if you don't want to get the vaccine, wear a goddamn mask. They don't want to do either one. So instead, COVID and all her variants are running rampant. Delta is fucking everybody up right now. A month from now, it'll be something else because America is so fucking ridiculous that we are now about to head in. We're going on two years of this shit with no end in sight. And that shit is infuriating me. it's not only infuriating, it's scary too, right? To think that we're we're about to hit another spike. Well, we are spiking. So it's not about to hit. We are spiking. We are. And um, and as as we move into kind of cold and flu season, yeah. and and it is a lot of it has to do T Petty with well, one is people unvaccinated, right? And then the world is starting to open back up, but schools are starting to open back up, right? Schools, yes. daycare centers, all that. And so, you you know, it's scary, kind of this new wave. And I, I don't know the science on this, but I'm just wondering, uh, definitely, I would imagine that more younger people are, are getting it, right? Because they are the majority of the unvaccinated, you know, population, right? Because, you know, you're not, you're not yeah. old enough. They can't get, get vaccinated they until get they're vaccinated. 12. Yeah, and, and they may be asymptomatic or it may not be affecting them as, as bad as other, as, as older adults. But then they can take that other places and they can spread it in ways, too. And so, um, you know, I've, I've, I've been on a call with the guy. He's like, look, I'm on the quarantine for uh, for uh, 10 days because um, my niece uh, tested positive. She was like 11. Right. Because mm. School would open back up. And uh, even in my family, like uh, my family's dealing with it. Um, um, my um, sister and niece had to experience that. Um, luckily they're doing well now, but it, it kind of came from, they had been being careful, like not going out and they thought they had a bubble, but when they sent the baby to daycare, it was the daycare had two cases of it and it came back into the home. So it it yeah. is it's there and it's moving around and, um, and you gotta get vaccinated. You gotta get vaccinated people. And I, I know you may think, you know, whatever you want to think about it, but you got to get vaccinated if you're going to kind of get this under control. And um, I, I don't know what the fall is going to look like for us, but it's not looking good. Not good. No, it ain't going to look good. Look, I thought we was doing a little bit better than this, right? I looked at the nightly news the other night. We only have 52% of the eligible population that's fully vaccinated, 52. That just means like one out of the, every other person you see, if you're vaccinated, statistically is not vaccinated. That's crazy. Now they said 72% of people have had 
at least one shot, but you know, are they in line to get their next shot within the next 30 days? Or this is nothing to play around with. Don't get one shot and then you don't get the other shot. It's just like, what's, what's like, why is you doing right. this? Right? right. The other thing, T Patty, we talked about this in our group chat, these people in Oklahoma. Okay. Now, if you get shot in certain cities in Oklahoma, you a gunshot victim, which means that a bullet has pierced your skin, maybe some organs or some bone, and you can't get an emergency tri emergency room triage bed because these people is injecting themselves with cow dewormer instead <laughs> of getting vaccinations, and they jamming up the beds in Oklahoma City. That's absolutely crazy as hell. The other yeah. thing is... The other thing is, T. Petty, I put together a top five list right now. All these people talking about, well, I don't know what's in the vaccine and this and that and oh, the other and the whole nine years. Here's my top five list of shit that people eat and or consume from the gas station <laughs> that is more dangerous in cases than uh, shit that might be in the vaccine. Number one, you said pork from the gas stations. From <laughs> gas stations, that's right. Pork rind, barbecue, plain, whatever. Not pork rinds. They fried. I got I got a bag in the kitchen right now. There you go. I mean, you know, uh, you don't eat pork rinds. You may or may not come up sick. Crackling is what they call it in the South, right, Drees? I'm just saying that's pig skin. So that's something yep. that you got to be concerned with. Uh, pig feet. They have it in the big ass jar with the little you know, nail, the, the pig nail in it and stuff. People get that from the gas station all the time. Them tongs is nasty. They've been up there sipping flies flying all in the ship, fly doodoo, E. coli, the whole nine yards. But you just going to go ahead and get a pig foot, have them wrap it up and whatever. And then you wax just going to go ahead. Wax and paper, wax paper. That's the only thing. Wax <laughs> paper. Not wax is. paper. <laughs> the thing, and you know what sits right next to them damn pig feet? Them pickles. Who knows how long the pickles been in that damn jar? Is it dill? Is it really a cucumber? Again, they might Is dip really the cucumber. They might dip the pig foot tongs in the pig foot juice and then go ahead and dip that into pickles. Where I'm from, that's called cross-contamination, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, I just want y'all to be aware of that. Um, the other thing is these little uh, liquid shots, right? They say ginseng and they might have some type shot, of characters shot, on shot, there shot. that you might not be in there. Just a little tube and it's got the little plastic thing and it's supposed to make you all manly and virile and all that stuff. You do not mm. know what's in there. You putting that right up to your lips, sucking it down and drinking it. And then you might find yourself in an emergency room and if you okay, but you might not be able to get a bed. All, all the energy drinks. All the all energy the drinks. drinks. All <laughs> you don't know them. what's in the energy drinks. And last but not least, number five, these random ass gas station vitamins, right? They come in a pack. Yeah, vitamins at the gas station? Who the hell gonna take those? Is it meth? Take it it, it looks like it looked like snack mix. One is green, another one's yellow, blue, whatever. And they say, just take this and you'll feel stronger. You'll be more mentally acute and aware. You might find yourself a cute ass in the damn uh, emergency room because nobody knows what's in that shit. So that's five things that people eat and or drink that, um, you know, they talking about they take that. And um, you know they might uh, they might not have a vaccine. I'll give you a couple of bonus items too. That fried chicken. How long has it been sitting there? I don't know. People coughing, hacking in all day, out all night at the gas station. The other thing I've seen people eat: gas station sushi. Oh my god! 
Wow. What? Yeah, yeah they got sushi. sushi at the gas station. <laughs> and how long it's been there? What the hell? Is it a hole in the uh, saran wrap that wraps that up? Uh, you know, <laughs> is it day one? Is it day 21? I mean, that's fish mostly. I mean, it all has rice in it, right? But, uh, you know, is that good? How long has it been there? People do some crazy shit. So I don't want to hear, I don't know what's in the vaccine. And um, I, yeah, I, don't I also don't want to hear that shit. I've seen mm-hmm. the people y'all been fucking. You ain't worried about what's inside you mm-hmm. or what you go inside. So all yeah. of a sudden you a fucking scientist, shut your ass up and get this damn shot and quit being stupid. Exactly. exactly. So we can go outside again. That's right. You tell them to, Patty. You tell them to. <laughs> <laughs> so the last things we're going to talk about, y'all, and, and we're going to end on a a, a not oh. great note. Oh, man. Hurricane Ida. Mm. So our, our friends and loved ones in New Orleans, once again, on the anniversary of Katrina, Hurricane Ida come, brings her bitch ass to town. Um, there hasn't been a lot of news coverage, but hello, people in Louisiana still don't have power. Yes. They are more than anticipating a half a million people. Correct. Million. They're anticipating they will not have power until October at the earliest. And I am not seeing any sense of outrage. No uh federal response has been mobilized like not a sufficient one to my way of thinking now we just airlifted two hundred thousand people out of afghanistan in less than two weeks Mm. we can't do shit for the black people in new orleans the ones that have stayed and came back after katrina we can't do shit for them Mm -hmm. this country is trash so of course we saw the effects because the hurricane traveled over land got to the East Coast and fucked New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania up. Mm. So there's climate change on top of everything else that is happening. Um, there are some reputable um, reputable uh, organizations that are helping out in New Orleans with um, efforts to evacuate some of the more medically vulnerable people and seniors, et cetera. Um, working to get people generators, et cetera. So I think we should put link to those in the show description. Um, but once again, a, a, a storm has hit New Orleans and the country has fucking abandoned the people that live there. And that shit, mm. it, it drives my pressure up. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right, T-Petty. Now, you know, your boy has uh, some, um, you know, disaster relief uh, experience uh, in mm-hmm. the family. And uh, folks come together with that. So it's just not that they don't have power. Is that when the hurricane came uh, onto land in Louisiana, the hurricane had 150 mile an hour winds, but the speed of the hurricane slowed to 10 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So imagine, you know, like uh, maybe something's, uh, you know, I don't know, 10 blocks away from you and you just keep getting battered by the same winds over and over and over at 10 miles an hour. That's not very fast at all. Um, you know, some of these fast human beings and athletes that we know run about 22, 25 miles an hour at top speed. So that's a very slow speed for a hurricane. Then it took out the infrastructure, the poles and the transformers, more than I think 5,000 electrical poles and 1,000 transformers across 
Louisiana were taken out. So it's not like you can go to Home Depot and get a new damn transformer. Those things have to be shipped overseas. Um, it takes uh, some time there. Uh, you can go ahead and put in new lights, but you have to restring the power as well and make sure that's together. And that's electricity and electricity and water do not mix. As you know, that's one of my favorite sayings on this show. So it's going to take some time to go ahead and, and get that together. The other thing, as far as the uh, remnants of uh, Ida coming up and touching, like you said, New York, New Jersey, uh, and Pennsylvania as well, the poor people that was not poor in money, but the people that it just came up on them like that, that uh, that rush of water, three inches an hour coming downhill into these basement apartments. And dare I say some illegal uh, basement apartments, people facing eviction in the whole nine yards. Um, you know, they got to do whatever they got to do to survive. And maybe living in a basement apartment was the best way to go. Those rains came and, and drowned them out. And people, you know, uh, in both Louisiana and other states as well, in a basement apartment or first floor apartment, actually trying to uh, get above that water and poking holes in the drywall, in the ceiling, just to get an air pocket before they can get rescued. So it was, uh, some people that passed away as well. And uh, again, uh, we're just going to continue to to have this, um, to have these two, uh, um, you know, hurricanes back to back last year that hit uh, Louisiana right around the same time last week of August and now this year, and for it to go up uh, the Atlantic coast, we got some rains here in the DMV area, DC, Maryland, Virginia, but nothing like um, when it mixed with the Atlantic uh, over New York City. So we have to continue to, um, you know, keep our eyes to the sky and, and learn more about uh, this. Uh, this um, global warming, but again, our, our, our hearts go out. And um, man, this uh, this hurricane stuff—they say a hundred-year hurricanes and hundred-year floods and hundred-year storms. We didn't have them back to back, and the infrastructure that we have in place is just now ready to handle this in the future. Yeah, these hundred-year storms is, are happening every couple of years. Yeah, and it's a story. Once again, like you said, it's about it's about climate change and infrastructure. Like, how resilient are we? And are we even thinking ahead and saying, like, what does, like, energy consumption need to look like, right? Like, they're having the, the debate now, and what we should have already figured out is that, you know, these systems that we've created decades and, you know, decades ago are, like, they're, they're outdated for what we need and they're not resilient enough because right you have a half a million people without power right now so you and and yeah. the people who are paying the cost the most are people of color right like they bear that burden of it per and so, yep so we got to figure out uh, it's, it's climate change it's, it's infrastructure um it is kind of how we think about how power is is consumed and received we got to rethink all of that um, because the storms, you know, they're gonna they're gonna keep occurring, right? And um, and the cost in not only financial but like human lives, you know, mm -hmm. is 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 just too great. So we 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 gotta fix it. We gotta fix it. Yeah, I I don't uh, I doubt America's will to get this shit done, but something has to happen because a good portion of the country is gonna be uninhabitable. So, yeah, so there's that. Again, Hurricane Ida, um, victims, survivors, our thoughts and prayers to you. And, of course, action per you. So I'm sure um, 
we've all donated or done something to assist those efforts down there. And we will continue to do our part by socializing this. And again, putting some links in the show description to some organizations where you can also donate and contribute. So absolutely. Now, T. Betty, before we get out of here, we also have uh, flowers and rest in peace. Unfortunately, Um, you know, this came through on our group text as soon as we found out on Labor Day. Very, very sad news passing of uh, the actor uh, Michael K. Williams, best known for his role as Omar Little on The Wire and uh, Chalky White on Boardwalk Empire, uh, mm-hmm. dead at the age of uh, 54. Uh, heartbreaking news. Very, very sad, sis. Yeah, I was, um, I, you know, celebrity that's like, generally I'm like, well, you know, RIP. But this one hit different for some reason. I I just he's just so young. He's really a, just a few years older than we are. Um, immensely talented, down to earth. Everybody says how kind he was, how giving, um, how active he was in the community. Like this is just really a huge, huge loss, and it is heartbreaking to um, that our our people, our men, are not making it to old age like they're dying in their prime in their 40s and 50s yeah and that shit is just it's just heartbreaking and um my heart goes out to his family and, and friends those who knew who knew him who are experiencing his loss in a different way it's it's just really heartbreaking but yeah. r.i.p to one of the the most uh gifted actors that of our generation Absolutely. Drees, now you up in Baltimore and you know, um, you know, Michael K. Williams, man, was like a a son of Baltimore from New York City, but made that role, um, you know, in Baltimore with The Wire and came back on many an occasion to support the community in a whole bunch of ways, man. What are people saying uh, up in Baltimore around your way uh, as far as the passing of Michael K. Williams is concerned? Yeah, I think you you feel it because he, he felt so real. Right. It's like he was one of those actors who was able to kind of bring his whole self to a role and embody that role. And he was the he was the guy that that you recognize. Right. It's like he almost had this everyman quality uh, to him and and his ability to express himself and and just in in habit a character. And I, I think about all the things he's played in right you, you you mentioned boardwalk empire the wire of course but he was also in um love um, lovecraft country mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. lovecraft country and um he was uh, just his his character there and what he brought was um, amazing if you listen to some of his interviews he said he went on an emotional roller coaster ride there and the staff helped him with that but mm-hmm. there's also this show that I watched I don't know if a lot of people saw it but it was called Hap and Leonard and uh, no. yeah, yeah. So definitely check it out. Uh, it's it's. I don't even know how to describe it, right? But it's 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 almost like um, it's almost like a a a guy buddy movie, right? Like it's it's these two. It's oh uh, lord! Oh, we lost we lost your audio, bro. Half and Leonard is the uh, is a show that you were describing. So we'll definitely have to to check that out. Uh, I'll, I'll fill in till you come back, Drees. Um, that brother is going to be missed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Happened Leonard, bro. Fill us in on that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a great show. It's about 
two guys who meet who are from different walks of life, but they kind of come together and then they have these adventures together, right? But just the depth that he brought to that character, you, you just like, it's amazing. He's an amazing actor. So he's going to be missed. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, he amazing actor and apparently an amazing human being. Absolutely. So just a couple of my thoughts on this, y'all, before we get out of here. Um, so there's always uh, a connection, right? Like in the same way Tupac was a backup dancer and roadie for Digital Underground, Michael K. Williams danced in music videos. I believe one artist he danced for was Madonna. Um, and then he was actually um, found by Tupac. So Tupac mm -hmm. saw a picture of a headshot of Michael K. Williams with his famous scar. So I've only found this out recently. He was in a bar fight and somebody uh, was spitting razors. That's a way that um, folks can take a piece of a razor blade, uh, you know, sort of wrap it in tape uh, to conceal it. And then uh, when you're ready to, you know, engage in, in fisticuffs, what have you, you can slash somebody. So he got slashed in a bar fight, not with a beer bottle, but actually with a razor. And Tupac saw him with uh, his scar. He said, that's the guy. He says, um, you know, he's going to be the next guy. And, and, and Tupac pretty much uh, discovered him. And that scar became like his, his signature thing in, in all of his roles. Very, very gangster as far as that's concerned. Dries, I didn't know if you knew this as well, that uh, Michael K. Williams has South Carolina roots. Uh, while he was born in New York City, I believe his dad is from South Carolina. So um, always a, a Southern story as well. And, I knew it was uh, something. I knew it was something. Yeah, I believe uh, South Carolina. And then he also um, has... Uh, roots. He took a DNA test and he actually has uh, family uh, or ancestors in Sierra Leone in Africa. So uh, that was very, very impressive. Oh, that and, makes sense. Absolutely. Handsome guy. I mean, man, he wore that silver beard as he got older. Very, very well. Very handsome. Always well dressed. Um, you know, so, so nice. Um, and so many tributes have uh, poured in with him. And, and then the other thing I want to say is, um, you know, in terms of uh, drug addiction, right? Like other countries treat drug addiction as the sickness, as the illness, as it is. But here we turned uh, a blind eye uh, to folks that may be battling substance abuse. And Michael K. Williams talked about his substance abuse on, on many occasions, right? Like if he was on crack back in the day or whatever, uh, you know, to hell with them people that's crackheads and, you know, uh, they'd lock, uh, you know, black mothers up. Uh, or, you know, well, go ahead and take the baby's child protection, those types of things as far as crack is concerned. But when people got on these opioids that was prescribed and it was a whole, you know, sort of thing, you see these multi-billion dollar lawsuits and judgment against the maker of these opioids who pushed it on, um, you know, mostly communities of not of color. Uh, most black people don't get addicted to pills. You know, then it was like, oh, it's a sickness. Let's help them, blah, blah, yep. blah, 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 the whole nine yards. So, my main thing is I'm coming back to is that, you know, um, Michael K. Williams talked about his substance abuse problems. And, you know, we're not going to talk about, I, I hate that when a person dies and they, they before they even get to what they've done and accomplished in their life, they talk about drug paraphernalia was spotted here or they were seen with a, a drug dealer or, you know, people that took drugs or whatever before they get the meat and the crux of their life. So we're not going to talk about that. We, what we will talk about is this in terms of cocaine and in terms of heroin. There are, there's no FDA for that shit. 
So, you know, if you have a family member that might be struggling, check in on them the whole nine yards because they're mixing this stuff with this fentanyl and this fentanyl is bad business. It mm-hmm. only takes, you know, uh, not, not a lot of it uh, mixed in with these substances for people to overdose. There's been some other people that have also passed away because of they've taken heroin or they've taken cocaine mixed with this fentanyl. And so we have to check in on each other. Um, we can't rely upon the government um, you know, to, to solve our problems, but we need to check in on family members. So, you know, we have to pray for them, you know, encourage them to, to get help. Again, uh, check in on them. They're human beings. They're not drug addicts. They're human beings. And, you know, continue to pray for them, um, get them the help that they need and, and pray for them and, and sort of, you know, um, be positive and encouraging and doing the best we can. But, but again, um, just uh, heart goes out to uh, the community. Show love, um, check in on our, our brothers and sisters, and, and really see what's going on as far as uh, the substance uh, abuse, uh, you know, sort of things are concerned, and, and and find out and educate ourselves as well. That's that's very very important. Yeah, we would definitely have to have a discussion on a later podcast about the racism involved in this war on drugs bullshit. And you touched on it how when it's black people, it's a crime, but when it's white people it's a a public health issue. Um, So, I mean, we've gone far longer than we meant to about this, but that is, we need to talk about that for sure. Absolutely. So what do you think, T. Patty, the T. Patty uh, takeover here for the Digital Gumbo Podcast after party number 17, episode 60? I mean, it was unintentional, but I had a lot of shit to get off my chest this week. We'll have to do this again, and I'll have to tell y'all about my my dating adventures. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's a whole show right there. Dating game with T. Petty. Oh, one of these damn uh, apps need to sponsor me because these uh, creature features y'all keep putting on my damn timeline, it's a problem, and Mm. I demand answers. Mm, 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 mm. We'll talk about it. We will talk about it. That's good. Wow. Future uh, dating game uh, mishap adventure episode of the Digital Gumbo Podcast after party coming up soon. T. Petty, as I mentioned in episode 59, we have a Digital Gumbo Podcast listener feedback hotline 23480-GUMBO, 23480-GUMBO. Two, three, four, and I gotta look at it on my phone because I don't have a number memorized yet. It's so damn new. Two, three, four, eight, zero, four, eighty-six, twenty-six. Two, three, four, eight, zero, four, eighty-six, twenty-six. The hotline is open, so listen to uh, episode one of them, five of them, all of them. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you'd like to hear, and um, keep it short, keep it brief, keep it interesting, and we just might uh, have it on uh, a future episode. What y'all think about that? I think it sounds good. Call and let us know what y'all Let's think. Do it. Okay. All right. Especially All right. if y'all like me. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. T Petty takeover. <laughs> T Petty takeover of the damn hotline. That's what's, <sighs> That's what's up. Well, this has been episode 60 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. We appreciate y'all rolling with us, being our road dogs and you know, rolling with us all summer, heading into the fall now. It's pumpkin spice latte and all that shit season, football, the whole nine yards. But uh, we appreciate y'all riding with us. Uh, we continue to uh, check our rankings and y'all keep pushing us up. 
in the improv category, so we definitely uh, appreciate that. And we are working on it. This uh, Instagram Live uh, episode is going to be coming sometime this fall, so give us a little time working out some uh, technical things, and uh, you might be able to catch us, will be able to catch us soon on Instagram Live. We'll do a live uh, episode and uh, see how this goes. Stay tuned. That's what's up. We had a lot on this episode. Y'all good? Good. Goodish. 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 Yes. All right. All right. We will check y'all out next time on the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Stay safe. Keep your head on a swivel. Wear your mask. Wear your damn mask and get vaccinated. Damn it. Wear your mask. It's important. (laughs) Wear wear your mask. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One love, y'all. Peace. Bye, y'all. Take care.